There we go. We are live. And today is a day for sure. Welcome everybody to Words Never Spoken, episode six. We are taking a detour today. Um, because I feel like it. And we're going to start off with introductions. Across from me, mm-hmm. we have Jordan. Um, you guys remember me from last time, right? If you don't, go watch our last podcast. <laughs> but, you know, um, here again, back again for with my opinions, you know, that's all I got to bring. <laughs> To my left. It is I, Sir Fort Sasha. I'm back again. Why wouldn't you put the mic closer to your mouth and talk quieter? I barely have a voice. (laughs) Back again. (laughs) Scott the new Maybach is backing in. And y'all know who on the other side. What's up, Tyrone? Tied up on Instagram. T-Y-E-D underscore underscore U-P. Musician, singer, songwriter, co-host. And nice to be here as always. Oh, today is a day. Um, y'all know me. It's your host, Austin. Um, and today is just a day. A I day. feel I feel off today, but we're going to get into it first, though. We'd like to start. I previewed it a little in the post, but we're going to start doing a new, a new segment at the beginning of every podcast, which will be entitled, or which we're calling, Have You Seen Me? And so I'm gonna pass the mic to Nancy to my left, um, where she will highlight a missing person. Count. So the person that I highlight on our social media sites, we will post a link that provides more information for the person. The person we are going to discuss today is Christian Hughes. He's been missing since July 15, 2012, from the Glass Manor, Oxon Hill area. His father is a go-go musician and nothing has changed nothing has moved with christian's bank accounts no one has seen him and it is presumed that he's possibly dead due to him having knowledge of being exploited by adults who were part of um, a human trafficking ring so that's like the the most recent update but he's been missing since july 2012 he would be 28 years old now um, he's from Prince George's County and if you have any information about his whereabouts his family misses him terribly you can contact PG County Crime Stoppers at 1-866-411-TIPS again that is PG County Crime Stoppers at 1-866-411-TIPS please it's gotta be rough yeah I know help him be found Yeah. I feel like I know a muse too like a muse adult. I don't know if I don't know if um what band his father plays Michael from. Michael Muse is his dad's name. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember the name of the band and I'm embarrassed to say that. Okay, okay. I think um I, I wonder really I wonder if his mom is still around. I, 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 they sound super familiar for some reason. And I grew up in that area. But well, hopefully we can we can help find him just from highlighting him on our show. 
hopefully y'all if you have any information y'all know y'all know where to call um today's topic stems from the James Blake shooting um but it goes a lot a lot deeper than that for me um because this is just one incident of hundreds this year alone um I saw a post earlier that stated that uh was it been 753 days in this year wait no uh 250 something days into this year and 753 people have been murdered by police oh really sheesh it was only 12 days where there were no they weren't. shootings, and yeah. I believe that was during the very beginning of quarantine. So 12 days of this year, we're in August, almost in September, and somebody has been murdered by police all but 12 days. And majority of them minorities, but not all of them. We still have, we still have people that aren't minorities uh, that, for example, on the BNY podcast was talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, the gentleman who had just seen his his daughter graduate and was shot in the back by police. But being a black man in this country, um, it's 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 scary to be frank. Like I have a little brother who's nineteen years old who loves his car, loves doing mods on his car. Loves driving the streets, and um, here he is, right? Here he is now. Uh, what if he gets pulled over? What then? Like, I got to worry about him. I got an older brother with kids in Missouri, the Midwest. What about him and his kids? He has three kids. What if that was him? And his and he and he was in that situation. So, this is like, it's beyond fathomable. Like it doesn't make any sense at all to me. And we need change now. Obviously, um, as Danny pointed out, the 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 boycotting in the NBA is happening. Um, Danny, I see you said boycotting doesn't make changes. Education and voting does. Uh, boycotting brings awareness. We're talking about players with millions of fans online across the world, players with money, uh, resources, and reach into places that the average person doesn't have. Um, and if we've seen anything, me personally anyway, I've seen anything, uh, voting doesn't necessarily solve the problem either. From what I've seen, anyway, uh, we've been voting for years now, and this year, especially, seeing situations just getting even worse. I don't see anything better coming from it. Like, so sure, voting and education does change things, but there are some people who are fans of these sports who aren't educated, and this brings awareness to them. So. I'm all for it. The Bucks were in their in their locker room 
reaching out to Wisconsin officials. So it's not like they're just not playing the games and doing whatever they want. Like, you know, they're, they're actively reaching out and trying to make change. So I'm all for the boycotts. I, I don't care if they don't play the whole season. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Like, this is more important. The whole point of them was to use this as to bring awareness. And I don't know what's bringing more awareness than shutting it down when when you mean it's supposed to be happening. So, anyway, that's enough from me. Um, I'm going to open up the floor um, because... Like I said, it's all encompassing minority life in America. Obviously, uh, we have a diverse cast here. So, um, yeah, I'm opening it up to y'all. Like I said, this is a this is a it's a touchy subject for me, and I I really feel some type of way about it. But yeah, um, yeah, it's um, I think it's a uh, I think it's a phenomenal thing what the players are doing right now because um, I'm sure they are subject to lose. They're liable to lose hundreds of thousands, not millions of dollars. Uh, and I don't know. I think that that's this is this gesture that they're doing right now is like perfect for showing how much they care because it's easy to sacrifice something that you really don't care about. You know what I'm saying? Like stop going to Chick-fil-A or something. You know what I'm saying? Like or but for them to stop playing a game, especially at such a pivotal moment in the season, it's fire. I think it's great. Um, and it shows me how much power that they know that they have and how much power that, well, we'll see how much power they actually do have, but we see how much power that they view themselves as having. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like I don't, I don't understand why they haven't did this before, even like, like before the playoffs started because um the, you know, the Breonna Taylor, the cops are still on leave, but they're not arrested yet as far as I know. Um, so I don't really understand why they didn't do it for that still because, um, that's still something that they were all vocal about during the press conferences. So I don't see why they still, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, the Breonna Taylor case is even more ridiculous to me than the Jacob Blake case. Um, yeah, she was completely innocent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With the Breonna Taylor case, it was, it was, it was ridiculous. I mean, they didn't have a warrant for the right house. They went into the wrong house. Um, they shot, they were shot at by a guy with a registered gun who wasn't aware of who they were. Um, but with the Jacob Blake case, I don't really see why this was the one that did it. But whether I agree with this being the appropriate one to do it on or not, which I, I really don't agree with, to be honest with you, I do want to say that I'm happy that they're using their power and doing that much to to do something about it. And I'm for it. You know, I'm for it. Um, as far as uh, the boycotting doesn't make changes. I like how Austin says that it brings awareness. Um, and also, I think specifically with this boycott, the amount of money that is going to move, I think, is going to be monumental. So I'm very curious to see because this is this is really historical. Like we're going to be reading about this way more than we're going to read. When people look up the almanac of 2020, other than the bullcrap disease and da 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 when I say bullcrap disease, I mean terrible disease. I don't mean like uh, artificial, but in um somewhat but anyway um when the people read the 2020 almanac they're going to more so be reading about the historical boycott during the playoffs as opposed to the, who won the championship that year you know what i'm saying and so uh salute to them you know what i'm saying um and i'm happy they started this and i can't wait to see what this brings forth 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on the vote in a, a little later. Does someone else want to kind of piggyback? are typically ran by white men. Most of the players are black or minority. We bring the money to these things. So naturally, if we boycott and show that we are not with whatever is going on, people are going to pay attention. We need people to pay attention. It took until 2020 for a white friend of mine to understand why we don't really mess with the cops. She finally felt the fear that we feel all the time. She finally felt that. How, like, does she have an experience? Yeah. Um, during the time where, you know, the police got a little too... Well, I don't even know the word I want to use for it, but it was during the time of quarantine where the cops were just being hyper-vigilant. She was driving home, and four cops boxed her in. Mm. And she got scared. Mm. She, you know, drives a little Fiat, and she, um, she don't have no tent. You know, she's a little girl but she finally felt what that feels like and she was like oh my god I'm so scary I said well that's how we feel every time we see a police officer from the time we we're children to now and you've been on this earth 20 some years and you never knew that and again I feel that you know with the reason why Breonna Taylor's is not her case isn't moving the way that it should and the one with Jacob Blake is it's because Breonna Taylor is a woman. Black women are not always protected by black men. Not saying that black men do not protect black women because there are plenty of black kings who protect us and stand for us. But as a whole, black women are looked at as like in an animalistic manner. We're not allowed to be angry. You know, we're not allowed to have opinions because nobody wants to hear anything from the black woman. The black woman's supposed to be able to endure everything from the deadbeat baby daddy to the abusive husband to whatever society throws at her we're not looked at as women if anything like this whole everyone's oh let's be feminist it doesn't work for black women at all it does not benefit us in any way and being that I'm Afro-Latina you know I see it from both sides it's like when I'm speaking Spanish and I'm with my Spanish family oh I get a little bit more respect than when I'm with my black friends but that's just, you know, from my experience. And, I mean, this whole thing, I'm tired of seeing somebody being shot at, especially black men. I don't, anybody, I don't care, women, children, whatever. I'm just tired of every time I get on Twitter, somebody's dead or they're injured. Because there's a bully with a badge who's had, what, six weeks of training? And the first thing that he's, like, they're going to do is pull their weapon. I even saw that in a TikTok video where these kids are doing this challenge telling their parents to shut up. The dad was a cop. The first thing he did was reach for his weapon on his own child. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't see that. I, I got to check that out. That's, that's wild. Oh, yeah. You know, I stay current on Twitter. That's like my daily paper. Yeah. That's 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 wild. What's, what's your like overall thoughts, uh, Jordan? Um, well, I guess I have a special view because my mother was a cop for 10 years and so I have had an inside look on the police department and really how police officers think and not every police officer is a racist not every police officer abuses their power 
And you're absolutely right. I feel as though the chiefs of police, they have a lot more to deal with than people realize. Especially with people trying to say that they want to disband the police departments in every state. And um, I feel like that's not really a solution because the abuse of power will just come in in a different way. Um, I feel as though black people, like some cases, I'm not, I know this is really a touchy subject what I'm about to say, but yeah, some cases of police brutality that people take and exuberate aren't really police brutality. Like, um, I can't really... <laughs> Can you apply this to... I'm, I agree with you even in this situation. Like, because it's like... Not every... Poli- some police officers, yes, of course, they abuse their power, they jump the gun, they do something that they weren't trained to do, they just do it because they felt they, the need to do it. Now... There are some police officers that do follow training, and sadly, that person does end up being killed. But it's like you have to look at what that person did to deserve it, or not deserve it, but rather than to to um, bring it about themselves. Like, say, like, okay, let's use Jacob Blake as an example. So. Now, my mom has been a police officer, so I basically know the police code. I I know most of the laws. I know how they're supposed to react to situations. So if they're telling someone to get on the ground. Now, wait, actually, let me start here. Say a cop pulls you over, right? So you're pulled over. They ask you for your license and registration. You know, usually that's in, you know, in... Uh, that's usually in like your glove compartment or your console. Now, say you reach down under the seat, automatically, the cop is gonna think that you're reaching for a weapon. Like, when people have weapons in their cars, they keep them under the seat. That is a proven fact. That's a proven statistic. Every time a cop searches a car, guess where they find the gun? Under the seat or in the trunk. So, boom. That's why they um might jump the gun a little bit when they see someone reaching down there because they don't know what that person's going to do. Now, that brings me to Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake was walking away from two police officers with their guns drawn. Anyone in their right mind would have stopped and got on the ground. But no, because of Black Lives Matter and because of the um, confidence that this movement has given people, they believe that they don't have to listen to the police anymore and they believe that anything the police says like oh i'm gonna listen to you you're just trying to oppress me you're just trying to like hurt me as a person like that's not the case they're trying to protect themselves and the neighborhood because they don't know what you're gonna do they're coming on the scene with no information all they know is that it's rowdy a whole bunch of black well it doesn't even have to be black people like this is what can be with uh latinos it can be with uh caucasians um it can be with any person. They don't know. They're coming on the scene with no information. So with him going to the car and literally reaching under his seat as he goes into the car, if I was a police officer, I would have believed he was reaching for a weapon also. And the fact that, I, I don't know, the if they didn't see a weapon, I wouldn't have, that didn't warrant the shots to be fired. But if they did, that would warrant it in their training. But... 
that's where that's where like the iffy parts come in because we right. don't know what he was reaching for. Right. We don't know what he was doing. So, but the, you got to think about it. They didn't know either. Mm-hmm. So people, people are really, really digging the grave for cops, and you know, cops are digging the grave for themselves too. Yeah, they are. Um, I, just like yeah. a little background on the, a little uh, deeper insight on the James Blake situation. Yeah, Jacob, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. I'm yeah. sorry, I keep saying. That's like a singer. I think. I think that's why you. Yeah, James Blake uh, is a that's, singer. I ain't gonna lie. I thought of that too. Yeah, that's why I didn't even see the footage. I apologize, too. but um, so cops came on the scene. Jacob Blake had broken up a fight between two white women. Jacob Blake. I don't know. I don't know if they knew this before they detained him, but he had an open warrant out for his arrest. I don't know if they knew that before he de- they detained him. They, I don't think they would have time to run his name. They most likely didn't okay, because they didn't so, even know his name. Yeah. But at, but there was a point when they get arrived on scene that they had Jacob Blake detained. So how? Okay. Yeah. They they lost hold of him. Yeah, yeah. He was fighting him. He 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 walks away. He, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. To run away, uh, right? Or not even run, walk away. Um. My question is, because okay, he was fighting them. If he was, if he was fighting them, right mm-hmm. now, you have two, you have two officers against Jacob Blake, right? Okay, say he's un- strong. Say he hold it. But I, we've seen bigger, stronger men than Jacob Blake be detained by two officers. You have to understand that. Um the uh, if he was detained already and he's fighting them they obviously see him as a threat now he's gotten my, my away from them is if they if they detained him why didn't they why didn't they put cuffs on him because he was, he was fighting, fighting them why they, you they can't subdue him he they because, had him because they're iffy because of the George Floyd situation because so George, don't put your foot up, your 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 knee on his neck i know there are ways i get, to detain people i know without but, killing them look yeah. And the knee on the neck thing is uh is uh is um that the training is subjective to which state you're in, but but w- that was completely unjust. The, he did not need to be on his neck for nine minutes at yeah. all. You know, it only takes it only takes about forty pounds of pressure on yeah, someone's to, neck to for anybody. them to stop breathing, yeah. and that and the officer was probably one hundred and sixty pounds, and they had eighty pounds of gear on, so like the Kevlon vest is like fifty pounds by itself. Anyway. George Floyd, completely wrong, unjust, did not need to be there that There was long. an autistic child that was injured in school, too, in the same force. Like, it, I just... Now, that's like, yeah. child, like... And I'm tired of seeing little ones get arrested. I've seen at least five videos this year of children, black children, having disruptive behavior, a.k.a. just being children who are frustrated, being arrested and sent to, you know, mental health facilities at, like, five years old. But... You know, here's the thing. In America in general, we really have to have something with police reform because there's too many incidents, and I've experienced police brutality myself. And to be honest, like, I have family in law enforcement. I'm even leery about them touching me after what I went through. So, um, him being the, him getting away from them trying to truly detain him. Now, he wasn't detained if he didn't have cuffs on him. They were trying to detain him, and he was fighting. He was put in timeout. 
Yes. So he, so he wasn't put in timeout. He would, they were trying to detain him, but he wouldn't let them. And then once he got away, he started walking away to the car, reaching under the seat, and with the police, with um, the reason why they probably didn't use ex- like really a lot of force to detain him is because of the situations in the in the turmoil in the country right now about police brutality that's probably one of the reasons why they kind of held back on that and how he got away now him getting away gave him confidence so he went to his car nobody knows what he was trying to grab my thing is real quick jordan um first of all i I salute i in my opinion your bravery on maybe a um unconventional opinion unpopular opinion i Um, said that so so look but I'm not gonna. Lie, I, I agree with you, uh, completely. Not that he should have got shot, but that. Of course not. I mean, it was excessive for seven bullets. It was ex- but, the yeah. shooting the was is, excessive. I think that. Um. All right. So look, when he was going away, they they tried to detain him, and so like Jordan mentioned, he fought them off, and you know he was running, he was walking away. Now the there's footage of them saying drop the knife. Okay, they're still trying to confirm whether he had a knife, but if they said drop the knife, then. Because my first t- my first question was seeing the footage was why didn't they just tackle him from the back? But if they saw a knife in his hand, then I could see them not trying to even get close to him because you liable to get stabbed in the neck easily. And, if- and so if he was able to, they were saying drop the knife, follow him to his car. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna There's, lie, okay. I don't the, care the, who you are. The thing is, any person in their right mind with two guns pointed at them would have stopped and got on the ground. But no. This Black Lives Matter movement has given black people an excuse to disregard anything that the police say to them. And that sometimes black people put themselves in the situations like him fighting off the police. Why are you fighting them? Because like he's fighting them because the confidence of the Black Lives Matter movement and like everybody's against the police. Nobody wants to listen to the police. Everybody is saying that the police are just bad and everything like ignorant people believe that every police officer is is a brutalist well i had to teach a three-year-old that she can't go up to any police officer and just trust them i mean yeah, so, yeah, but also you have to look at the neighborhoods that we grow up in you know i grew up in a predominantly black area but that, uh, yeah. and it's like for us the disregard for the police typically comes from your uncle tom cops white cops who would just come in racial profile because I was racial profiled a few years ago I was almost arrested for breaking in my own home I'm saying that there yeah. are police officers right but like I'm that. just saying like so the trust doesn't just necessarily I mean it's the distrust has already been there it's been there since the 90s the, the 80s force yeah. was made to catch slaves right that's where it originates and from. what was the to police catch slaves, force yeah. was made originally to catch slaves but with so the abolishment of slavery originate that, that didn't, didn't that didn't even anything. stop some people were still slaves in the 60s because the people down south just never told them so yeah, the, listen, yeah. Hold on, check yeah. this listen, listen to this real quick because this this is where 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 i think change will come from within the police department has nothing to do with defunding the police. It has nothing to do with abolishing the police. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you my my backstory. So when we look at corporate America, you look at NFL, NBA, what happens? These are people don't get into these positions. Someone in their family buys it. And then what happens? They pass it down to the next generation and the next generation 
and the next generation. Until a generation messes it up. That is these big companies that they pass the job down. Well, that happens in smaller instances too. So the same way the police force was started with slave catchers, even after slavery was abolished, who were still police? The people whose parents and grandparents were slave catchers. They well, who did they on. pass their job down to? Their kids. Yeah. The change comes from, in my opinion, it would literally take black people coming together and having their kids join the police force and become the overwhelming the Italian the, the Italians did it in New York. Yeah, that's what their gangs kids were, were being too. they were being they were tired of being uh, uh brutalized, beaten and, and speci- like like picked on by the police. So they raised a whole generation of cops. So now I don't have to worry so much about being uh, uh, attacked or, or harmed by the police because that's my dad, that's my brother, right. that's my cousin, that's my uncle. So I'm good. Yeah. That's what I personally feel like black people would have to come together. It's well, not going to happen. Yeah, but but black at- people would have to come together and bring in a generation of children who are cops not necessarily defund the police. Well, Austin, uh, no, go ahead, go ahead. So, you know, like, the whole background of, like, you know, gangs, it was mainly to be our own type of protection in mm-hmm. black neighborhoods. Like a brotherhood. Right. And then what do you have in every major city? The gang task force. But you got to understand no, I mean, what gangs got, do. Yeah, no, it did get corrupt. However, the OGs that are still doing yeah, time behind things, the reason why they did this and they had that code was because they were not being protected within their communities. What came up in the streets when crack and all that was introduced, that also came from the inability to find jobs. I mean, it's all systemic. It comes from how everything was. Now, how gangs are defined now, no, it's nothing like what it was. But when these task force were created, it was to get the ones that were, you know, really trying to do stuff in their community. Because, shoot, you can get, if you didn't have money, you know, to get school supplies, the dope man had it for you took care of the whole community yeah and um but y'all understand the same with the mafia that's what i was saying it was created because they did not feel protected but then it gets taken down so then what we're kind of like it's like we have a glass ceiling being black we do yeah that's why with uh, like back on austin's point that's why like that's an aspect of the solution in my opinion but it's a small aspect because i think that people when people say or surprise that a, a black person treats miss a black cop mistreats a, a black person like people have to understand that people have to it's not just the personnel within the the police academy it's the system of learning like and shout out to malcolm gladwell from his book blink when they're learning in the police academy they tend to use black figures for the negative effect when when bringing up a, a they a do problem. that in, pro- in school too when they're teaching good versus bad and 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 yep people have to understand how subconsciously that affects people you know what i'm saying like like one thing about this dude on the internet i barely even want to say his name but uh he was a former police officer and he was like there are good cops and bad cops and to a extent yeah i agree with him the thing about bad cops is being a bad cop is way more dangerous and consequential than being a bad like security guard yeah. like you only could do with so much as a bad security but a bad cop could really change your life um so with that being said, he also said that the dude that handled George Ford was just a bad cop, and if George Floyd was either white or black, he would have treated him the same way. That's what I disagree with. 
because with him making that statement, he doesn't undergrant he doesn't understand the subconscious programming and the police academy to look at blacks as more dangerous and more threatening. That's now, that's that's the change that I think has to be I, made within. I don't agree, actually, because there are a lot of black police officers that I know personally that don't want to hurt black people. If if yeah, a I black police a officer hurts a black person, it's because it was a reason. That black police officer wasn't looking at their skin color. They were looking at their actions. And that's why I use the word subconscious. When right. something is subconscious to you, you're not aware how you feel. So let me just throw this in there for you because I have a background in education. My first degree was in early childhood education. Did you know that teachers have to take a class on how to educate a black child because they're deemed unteachable? No. Yeah. Well, you got to understand. No, I'm just saying, just throwing now that look, out there. Now, look, you have to understand. Now, that's that probably comes from black children being raised by ignorant black people. And no, it's, it's been like that since before our grandparents like, were around. No, let me no finish. We weren't allowed to be educated. Let me finish. Yep. So, look. Ignorant black people. Ignorant. So, what do you, who, where do your kids learn from? When they are born, who teaches your kids? The village does. No, you, no your no, parents. I'm saying the, the village. The, that means I'm the not parents, talking the about. Gran, no, the parents, the grandparents, the aunties, the uncles, the so village. So the family. But That's I want to hear a yeah. point. I'll, I'll go yeah. with the, fam- the so parents. So the, the family. The family teaches the child. So say a child is deemed unteachable. Now, the habits and behaviors that the child has in the classroom stems from the home. But they do this across the board for every black child that comes in the classroom. Okay, and that's just because they've grouped everyone into one group. But that's I'm saying that's yeah, that's what I that's was. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the, exactly what we're saying. There's it's institutional. It, it, yeah, if it, honestly, if if you think about it, Ed Jordan, and and again, I I really don't I, I don't want to I don't want to be I want Jordan to speak exactly how he feels because I think it sh- she should. I had a lot of my a lot had I had a lot of you saying changes when I was 25. I'm 30. So even for her to put herself out there like this, honestly, I sincerely say it's commendable. Um, but with that being said, it's not me putting me myself out there. It's just me speaking the truth because kids, they're like, just like what is every uh, what have we been saying for years? A white kid isn't born racist. It comes from the parents. It comes from the family. They're teaching them that a kid isn't born with the idea like like now. Now kids are being born and parents are putting the idea in their head that they can't trust police officers. Now that's going to stick with them for the rest of their life. Why do you think so many black kids, even before this whole Black Lives Matter movement started in 2015, were saying, forget 12, ah, 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 man, if a police officer, there's so many people that I've talked to and they'll be like, oh yeah, if I get pulled over, man, I ain't telling them nothing. I'm giving them a hard time. Well, guess what? That puts you, you're you're putting yourself in more danger because for giving a police officer a hard time. Because guess what? I've I've never been uh I've never been uh brutalized by police or anything. And I've been pulled I've been pulled over with weed in the car. I've been pulled over with CBD guns. Like, and I've never been brutalized by police officers because was, of that. And you know yeah. why? Because I don't give them a hard time. I. You, if you speak to a police officer respectfully, and I know this from experience and from watching people do it, not now look, you know that the, there are exceptions and that exactly. there are bad cops. Exactly. But yeah. people are grouping everything together. You say We've that no, look, look, together. you, yeah. I know, but but we're no were. better, we're no better than them for grouping everybody together either. Wait, I'm wait, wait! I, no, none of us are saying that no, all the cops are bad. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, there's definitely bad cops, but but, but okay. So you, let me finish my explanation. 
I've done lost my. I lost uh, my train you started, of thought. Now. You started with uh, you started with uh. Getting it comes pro- from the family. So you were saying that so, basically when I mentioned about you know being I had to take unteachable, a class, right? Yeah, but that's like them being grouped together because there are kids going into the school system. Um, with that because, attitude yeah because yeah. the family hasn't taken the time to really instill that oh those people are really trying to help you then you don't need like it's unte- not necessarily that the, the damaging issue is that majority of teachers are white many black children do not have a black teacher until like high school or middle school i was fortunate to you have said, one you know from pre-k to 12th grade but what i'm saying is when you take this class majority of the teachers in education programs are white and when you take this class you're basically taught that black children cannot be educated the same way as white children because they automatically if your baby goes through kindergarten they're automatically labeling them a behavior problem they're automatically labeling them as violent and your child could not be it could just be perfectly normal however there is a cultural difference in how we are raised versus white america but see it's not taught that way. They that's the they claim that's the intention, but it is not taught that way. Yeah, it's taught. Like you said to, earlier, you said earlier that kids are being arrested, right? What examples do kids follow? But kids have tantrums. Kids are kids, right? You can't a five year old being arrested because they don't want to go to PE class. Again, as a teacher, you should know how to deescalate the situation. One, for a five year old, I would say, okay. In five minutes, we are going to transition to go to music class. Everyone needs to do the following procedure, and we'll keep it moving. That's easier to de-escalate, but if you're going to sit there and get mad at a child for having an issue transitioning to another subject because you're failing as an educator and you just resort to, oh, lock them up, that's the problem. And that's what, and like, I, that's why I left education. I saw too many kids that I genuinely, I used to love being a teacher, like Austin can tell you. My kids, when they left, the kids who have left my class, they're honor students. Any child that had me for pre-K or kindergarten, they're soaring right now. But the problem in education mainly lies with the lack of support, but also the way they teach teachers to totally disregard black children and treat them as criminals. And then when you look at how we're treated in society, we're the ones followed around in the stores can't go to the beauty supply without saying oh you need help you need help and you can honestly just be you know reading a label on the box yeah yeah i mean uh, so wait them asking you if you need help is but no they're taught they're taught and i and i when i worked in retail oh watch them i'm like because they're black well they, they look a little suspicious we're <laughs> automatically like this you know where i used to work at when i did retail briefly where this is what they teach people and no matter what i do to any white person i cannot change their mind about what society has taught them in general yeah and that's that's why it's ingrained in us is it, honestly it, it makes it the same with black people i can't i mean i get Hold where on. you're I coming I, from i think i missed i thought you were talking about black people no she just said that white people are taught and like you can't change the way a white person was taught but it was the same it's i'm the saying same like even with, oh, okay, yeah, okay i'm I saying, like saying with but one person but i mean you have to look at the majority versus the minority now we're the majority and they're getting to be the minority yeah i mean, I mean like so like if you step back and think about it honestly it, it makes sense like the system makes sense if you think about where we started in america man like we started behind like like we yep. started hundreds of years behind and so it led to this attitude of F12 because of their attitude towards us. And that's statistically speaking. Like, like it's honestly like 
we it's been ingrained with us because it doesn't make logical sense to trust them because statistically they punish us more yeah we can get charged for the same crime we'll do more time statistically all right we won't get hired for we could submit the same job applications been studies done submit the same job applications change the name to a black name change the white name will get called yeah that's what my mom gave me a very caucasian sounding name so it's like a it's like a uh it's a continuous uh catch-up game of catch-up you know what i'm saying that's that's why honestly i think and i could be wrong because i'm not white but i think white people are told grown up to trust the cops and I think black people aren't. Because but I society, understand was, why. Built, society was built for them. Now look, yeah. now look, there are different societies, like, just like black people, there are ignorant black people and then there are educated black people, there are ignorant white people and educated white people. Like, uh, for uh, a lack of better, well, not lack of better words, but uh, a common uh, name used for uneducated white people is like white trash or yeah. you know trailer park trash. Yeah, there's like, levels on both sides. There's exactly, but the difference I, is I whites are going that. to stick together regardless if they're trailer park trash that's or not, like. That's but not my point for true. saying my point for saying that is that trailer park trash are uh, they get profiled also like black people, like they look at trailer park trash as oh. Uh, watch them. They look like there's white people that look like that too. That's a good question. Yeah, that's yeah. true. No, that's true. And I, I I agree with you, but and, and so this is this is where I come from when when you make your points because I understand your points and I don't necessarily disagree with them, but I feel like and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're speaking on them, it sounds like you're 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 it's sounding to me that you're saying that the ignorant black people are the majority or that most are, and that's not the case. I didn't say that. I know you didn't. I told, I'm saying what it sounded like to me. Uh, that's all I said. You said, now, I said, correct me if I'm wrong. Guys, what that I are wa- heard. guys that are watching this podcast, what I say, there's no double meaning in what I say. What I said, I said it, and I'll say it again. There's no double meaning. I didn't mean it in any type of way. What I said is what I meant. So don't assume as to what I, what you think I meant. I meant what I said. Nobody's assuming anything. That's why I said it to you. Correct me if I'm wrong. So don't get was, offensive. No, I'm simply I'm saying. I'm not offended. I'm, I'm just simply saying correcting you. what I'm hearing. I'm and correcting so you. When, when it's, because the, the issue, the issue is, like we like we've all said it's it's bigger than one incident it's bigger than one thing we have to look at history and and shout out to Trevor cuz he going to love that I said this even though I don't <laughs> he's got like his motto but you have to look at history in, unless you want to uh uh commit the same mistakes Again in the future. I feel like yeah. we are looking at. We history. have to. We have to understand where things come from, the origin of things, to understand why they are what they are yep. today, and we can't ignore it in our speaking about it. We can't. We can't say things like. Like. The reason. That black people give cops a hard time and it's f12 and all of that all of that stuff 
which I don't necessarily agree with because we need cops. We need order. Like, that. that's just a fact. I understand that completely. Yeah, society without order but, is just anarchy. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And I agree with that. I, I believe that. But when you have a society that was built upon keeping black people down from the jump, and then we've just been making minor changes over the last 400 years, there's a reason, a justifiable reason that black people don't trust the police. And I agree with that. But I'm saying I'm saying more as in like black people giving police a hard time and putting themselves in dangerous situations. Like, oh, you get pulled over and the cop asks you for your license registration. You're like, man, why I gotta give you that? Da da do. And well, you like, do have a right to ask. That. I mean, the se- yeah, you do. So that's why we have rights. Right. I'm not saying coming yeah. from the but legal side. But I think side, that's the minority. Person. The thing is, right. but no, people sometimes sing- people do that just to not get in but trouble. But also, you have yeah. it's my it I could agree. also think it'd be a thing of fear too because if a cop pulls me over for one, me being I'm not a par- scared. No, I'm I'm just saying. Most people, if they see my car, they think I'm a black man. They don't think it's a woman driving my car, any of my vehicles. Everybody knows I drive smacked out in my, I don't drive girly looking things. Most of the time I have been pulled over, they have assumed that I am a black man until they run my tags and see, then they're thinking, they see my name. Oh, she must be a white woman. And then they see me, then they're really confused. But you know, when I get like being a paralegal and I've done criminal law, when I get pulled over, I don't say anything license registration put my window back up until they come back because i don't want nobody touching me exactly but see the thing is this a lot of people will panic and talk out of fear if they're nervous there are some people who just talk because they're nervous it's their way of protecting themselves it might not seem like that you know to us but it is but society already has an idea what what you're supposed to do when you get pulled over again the ptsd that black people tend to have and i'm not saying like everybody has but when it comes to law enforcement when we see them lights flash we all kind of go oh shit yeah um yeah i i, I mean look i, I, I feel like pe- i don't know i think that i have no stat to back this up but i feel like when black people are pulled over or they deal with cops they have less of a view that they're here to protect and serve i think that yeah. it's more when white people get pulled over they're more authoritative than right. when black people but because they're also the more his- likely to survive being pulled over be- well that's to my yeah. next point because of the history of what's going on now i want to say that look man <laughs> look jordan I, i'm saying and I, i'm saying this to jordan because i think she has the most uh uh contrary opinion to most of us i'm not saying that black people don't do what you're describing as far as making it hard to themselves i think that to a certain extent if you have knowledge of the history and you know what could go down it's best to play it safe. It ain't worth an ego trip. That's what I think. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth it. With that being said, though, as sucky as it is, black people being defined or questioning cops is still within their rights. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that'll happen more for black people because of history. But if this more within their rights, then cops should comply to what they signed up for. You know what I'm saying? And now that might be cops should get paid more, maybe. I mean, I know that's opposite to the rhetoric going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a hard job. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do think that because of the knowledge that black people know, if they know, they sh- if they don't know, they should get educated. They should act accordingly. You Like, you shouldn't be OD grabbing for stuff if you know. Like, yeah, like Jacob Blake. I, like, he literally look, went, man. He walking away from two I, cops pointing guns at him. And he, like, if it was me, I would have been on the on the ground. 
Like, like uh, I wish so him the best. What about, but what about the cases where they the person the didn't shot. do anything wrong? Terrible. Okay, that's terrible. Yep. That's not right. Okay, but we can't brush over that and then say, oh, you shouldn't have been ripped. No, 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 nobody's brushing, brushing over, over that. A whole bunch of subject. these cases, nobody was reaching over anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a whole the thing. bunch of the cases of black people being killed, they weren't reaching for anything. But look, though. And uh, they were still killed. But and look, that's why it's such a hold big Hold on one second. Deal. Hey, Jordan, we just, honestly, Jordan, we just talking. It's also like... But look though, um, I I go out there. I go out there. You don't need to continue nah, because she's taking I it. I think really she might be taking news. it a little too personal. It's it's like we need her rep. We need her mind. Like you know it's what I'm my saying. My goddaughter. I'm sorry. I just got a picture of my goddaughter. I sent her a blanket with her name on it. Her name is Penelope. God, mommy, love you. Yeah. We just need a little bit of positivity at that moment. So oh her my goodness. Has her How name old is she? She's cute. She's five she's months. She's three months old. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll be back. I, I promise. I'll be back. So now that it's just me and Austin for a moment. I'm I'm coming at it this way. And I I feel like if you can't have this conversation, I don't don't see what it is. But listen, my thing is this. My thing is this right here. If we're going to harp on Jacob Blake's criminal record, if we're going to harp on Jacob Blake running away from cops and reaching for a gun, then let's harp on the police officers who, who killed Philando Castile, who Tamir Rice, who who told the cop, mm-hmm. "I have a legal firearm," and the cop killed him anyway. Let's talk about Alton Sterling. Let's talk about Tamir Rice. Let's There's talk about so many oh names. man, and I can't even remember the name of the young autistic kid who was just walking home. Like, if we're gonna harp on one incident, this most recent incident. And the criminal record or the actions with it, let's talk about all the times where that wasn't the case. We can't just sit on a singular mindset on these things. So just like, you know, when the cops come to a scene and, you know, they're supposed to assess the scene. Mm. Well, when they come to us, we don't know what they're assessing. And if a cop comes up to me, I'm going to be looking like a deer in headlights because, one, why are you talking to me? I'm not doing nothing. At Mm -hmm. least I don't think I am. And two, you know... What did I do? And what are you going to do? Because the incident that happened with me in 2011, parent, so there was a white officer. Um, he was driving behind me as I'm coming down Billingsley Road. Mm-hmm. We're in Charles County. Yeah. And I pull up into my neighborhood. I notice this cop's behind me, and it's uh, Memorial Day weekend. So I'm like, you know what? It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm coming home from my cousin's house. We did a graduation party. I'm just driving home, minding my business. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, he's flashing his lights on me as I'm trying to park. So I just stop because I don't know what he wants. And he gets out the car, pulls his weapon, get get out the car, get out the car. And I'm like, why? What did I do? What are you doing? You, there's a robbery over here and there's nothing going on in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm screaming for my mom. My mom comes outside. And suddenly the officer stops because he thought I was a black man for one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't look like no man, but I don't understand how he thought that. He thought I was a black man, for one. You hopping on? One second. Hey, fam. Hey. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, man. So before, so I want to just finish it before we have Manny come in. So. (laughs) Disagreed. Yeah. So basically. You know, having that experience where this cop was assuming that I was part of a robbery that didn't even happen in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and to be told that, you know, I was potentially going to be under arrest and then mm-hmm. going to tell me, you don't even live over here. I'm like, yes, I do. I pay rent. 
I've had four police officers when I have been in my own neighborhood since 2011 tell me, do you live here? Because you look like you don't. I could be getting the mail. It might be uh, underneath uh, the rug by your feet. Nope. You can hear us? In one ear, we going to make it work. All right, man. We good? Yeah. All right. We Gucci? So, I was trying to keep up outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't hope I didn't interject at the wrong time. No, come no. On. Yeah, so you're always welcome. Yes, I'm Manny, first time listener. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I can understand why she got charged in the situation as far as being upset. Her mother was a police officer, and she doesn't know it, but it's. It's a lot to learn about the situation and how things go. And, like, she has to understand we're not generalizing everyone. Yeah, and she also has but, the same life experiences yes, as we're yeah. older than her. Yeah, real life. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah, the, we get that. So, you know, I had a little chat with her, but she had calmed down. But Yeah, it's, it's just that I think that it's just that she happens to be one of the one of the only ones and the youngest ones with a different viewpoint. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think she thinks that she's conveying her view clear i think we're getting it like i'm yeah I gonna, i'm holding back a lot of objections to yeah, what because, but yeah. this was a tough subject for her coming down when i told her this mm-hmm. is what we're you know yeah. we're talking this is this is the topic and she was she really didn't really want to go there mm-hmm. but um but she's I mean, learning yeah. she's evolving she will overcome yeah and but, i don't want her to change her opinions I no think her, but you know but she should res- she should respect I think we let side. her. Yeah, I think we let her yeah. talk a good amount, and yeah. not. Yeah. I'm not saying that in a woman demeaning way. I'm saying just like to express her. Your words are always off. So, well, she's always. <laughs> so I told her outside, um, and I don't want to be talking back. I'm not saying anything negative, but I said, you "Once not. Austin finishes point, <laughs> nah, nah, because that's not me." Yeah, no. Um, then you know you rebuttal that point, and that's the yeah. the epitome yeah. of a podcast. You know, it's but okay. yeah, she's we, still a she's when still, your emotions she's still a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love her though. Yeah, it was it was from here. You know, yeah, and she felt, and like even in the the overall subject of the podcast it's, in it's, general, it's different this her. is different. Yeah, it's yeah. different yeah. than what we're talking about tonight, and um, it's just hard for it's hard for all of us to digest. Yeah, my uncle was, um, and he I have one that's a corrections officer, and I have two. Actually, three of my uncles were in, um, they were police officers in Calvert County. So trust me, I get it because I can look at them beyond their badge. Like right. Uncle Ray, Uncle Barry, Uncle Allen, rest in peace. You know, they're my uncles first. Yeah. But did it scare me just this much knowing that they carry guns and they'd be at a family function just stopping in? And I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it puts you off a little bit. But I mean, like I... And I, my grandmother, she kind of has like the same viewpoint as Jordan. And she's like, those are my brothers. But I'm like, no, no. Um, I love your brothers. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, I, yeah. they I, still get a certain yeah. mentality over the years. Yeah. It, I get I mean, it though. I, my thing is though, like, cause we talking about, we talking about, like, the ingrained thought in black kids' minds that they can't trust the police. We're talking about the fact that there's been so much police brutality, and at the same time, we're acknowledging. That not every cop is bad. Right. I I literally came out and said I don't think the cops should be defunded or necessarily. I don't think well. it's I don't think it's get do, get do away with them. No, I personally 
I personally believe that black people need to come together and raise more black cops and be the overwhelming force. Yeah. I don't believe black people are the it's, overwhelming force. We should. History shows the the Italians did it successfully. Shoot, they the raised their kids up. to be cops. And they had less to worry about. That's why the mafia ran so well so long. And it took the FBI to come in and stop them. Like, so that, but that's all I'm saying. But I digress because what I'm, what I'm really getting at, and it just innocently just popped in my head just now, Thug Life. Because the, so, the movie, the movie, uh, uh, The Hate You Give, that touched me last year when I watched it. What does Thug Life mean? The hate you give little infants F's everybody from childbirth most black families deal I, know, with I already know where you're going i already know where you're going of those in charge be it police officers be it principals be it whatever black children authority, don't get to be children the authority black children have to grow up way faster yep. they don't get to have attitudes yeah they don't get to have um they don't get to have the same Breakdowns. They don't get to have the same arguments because they're instantly from the child they're born. This is an open warrant. Yes, from yeah. day one. Who thought and of that acronym? That's a fire acronym. That was, I'm not I don't know who thought of it, but that was what Tupac meant by it. So uh, I, you know what? I started uh, to think about that when you said that. I was like, the only person I know with Thug yeah. Life was Tupac. That's yeah, what he so, meant by it. Yeah, and like even then, because I'm a defender. A little no bit. problem. No. Just to, you know, because I, I, I didn't yeah, feel like we were someone. Some, I mean, I don't feel like she could properly just, you know, put out her mm-hmm. opinion. Like in our family, you know, because that's my niece. Yeah, we don't let you. We, our goal is to not let you see any of. And you know what? I start to think that I was like, yes. she hasn't seen. She hasn't the, seen. She hasn't yeah. Seen, yeah, we don't. We don't let her see it. And now I, she's I seen. She's here. Yeah, she's seen. Yeah. She's seen stuff. But she hasn't but she, seen. She hasn't seen. We had to okay. come when you sent me the topic. Mm-hmm. I told her the topic, and we talked about it on the way down. And I was like, and she said, well, I can't. And then we had we tried to go back and forth about the little thing. And I'm like, yeah, you really should like. And I'm like, the reason why just trying to rope her in to be all in, mm-hmm. to be comfortable the pod and um it's it's learning y'all hang with us man yeah. you know but, yeah, uh, yeah, so, no, but i really do commend you manny and love you for being a great uncle because i do the same thing with my nieces and nephews like i don't have a problem breaking things down for them mm-hmm. but you know when she was speaking and i was just thinking to myself i'm like she really hasn't you know yeah. and i can't yeah, we but, all we all have different life experiences, and I'm just like she really hasn't seen the things that you know some yeah. of us have seen, and she hasn't seen the things that right. I've seen. I told her like then like um it's 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 a learning curve yeah. honestly, and then it's trying to bridge the generation. She's not even her final form yet. And she's yeah, going exactly. to be awesome. Yeah, and yeah, and, and bridging and bridging the generations, and I just I really want to I don't want her to find as her uncle. I still don't want her to find out. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? My you job, know, you know our, jo- our job, our job, our job is the generation before us to make sure they don't see it. They should know it exists, but they don't see it. Mm-hmm. So, like, and um, for this topic, the vast majority of minorities see it every day. Yeah. So, like, and if she might, it might have been displayed to her, but probably in a very yeah, small colored way. way. Yeah. Yeah. And she yeah. doesn't, uh, and she really doesn't understand that. Now, don't get her twisted. Now. My niece is smart. Mm-hmm. So, like, and when she go back and rewatch it, she's like, "Uncle, you talk shit about me." Hey. No, she's a brilliant girl. Yeah, and that's yeah, why yeah. I was like, when she stopped, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Like, I, 
she he wouldn't she wouldn't have been asked to be here. Yeah. We ain't pushing her out here. She wouldn't have been asked to be here if she wasn't if she had nothing going on up here. Right. Exactly. So, she can hang with you, us. You know me better than that. I know. Yes. Right? So I, uh, I yeah. value what she said. That's yes. why I don't. I didn't necessarily. But this is there. But same time, this the heat. But the, it's the, emotional. The, the heat in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah it yeah, got real. Yeah, this yeah. this is the, this is something to get emotional about. Yeah. Hundred percent. So yeah. like. I mean, I opened the pot emotional. I don't even know what I said in the opening. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I, 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 I say the opening. I think I watched. I watched the first like I was outside watching like the first like. Three minutes, then my phone start booming again. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I just—he's yeah. a popular man. <laughs> I think that um, she said like what set her off, and um, I, I I was trying to tell her that we acknowledge what she was saying because what set her off is when uh uh <laughs> not to point fingers, but when Austin was saying it was it wasn't Austin, it was a build up of things, but when Austin was saying uh why do you brush off da da da, da I was telling her outside he was talking to me too, but I at least waited to him to finish his point. You know what I'm saying? And I think she felt like. That's where the frustration kind of tipped her over, where she was like, I never said that. But either way, if she feels that way, I was like, yeah. it's okay. Wait for him to at least yeah. finish. The- when y'all walked out, what I what I said was this. If we're going to spend X amount of time talking about all the things J- Jacob Blake did wrong, and we're going to harp over those things, but let's harp over the more times where the person did nothing wrong and yeah. still had the same result. Or we're worse. getting so focused on the the what Jacob Blake did wrong that we're not paying attention to we stopped paying attention to the the uh, real problem and that's all I was saying like we can't keep bringing up oh he did this wrong and he did that wrong let's talk about the fact that it's not just him he is not an isolated incident exactly and I I get that and um even then with everything going on with that thing there's only there's only one thing that should be observed from that video that the police weren't trained properly. You gonna exactly. walk, you gonna, you gonna walk behind somebody with a, with, you know. If you come with, up with something, point it to me. Yeah, they, but <laughs> you want to bring all that other stuff off to try to in the in the media, and whoever in the police aren't release all this information. They're just trying to you know fan the fire. You know, cool. Yeah. Nah, nah, bro, nah, bro. You you walked around the y'all walked around the <laughs> car like you the- you walked around the car behind him like he's about to get in the passenger seat. You just had a gun in your hand in the back of his head. Yeah. If all that was true, I already know what was going on. Y'all said that because y'all probably found out after y'all shot him. Yeah. What did he have in it? Uh, not to still get on this uh this incident, but what did he have in the in the car? It, I don't, we don't know yet. Yeah, all we know is that he had an open warrant. Okay, it's okay. too soon. Honestly, it's too soon to get all that information. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't even not try even in conversations and social media that we've had today that you've seen. Mm. Yeah, it's too soon to um think of anything about that. You have to yeah. just look. If you look at the video, what cop just gonna walk around the car with you know behind you with the gun out like yeah. that? Like, no, if he was really. It was three of them. It was two or three of them. Two cops. Two cops. I couldn't finish watching the whole thing because... You just seen what was coming. I, like, I have six brothers. Yeah. Let somebody shoot one of my boys. Oh, you're going to see me on the first 40. That's why I'm my, saying, though, it's not like... It, it's emotional. I literally laid it out. That's what I do know I laid out in the beginning. Is This is emotional for me because I'm a black man. Yeah. I, I don't get want right nothing happening to none of y'all. I have yes. a little brother. Yep. That I would kill anybody for. Yes. I have an older brother who has daughters. I'm not I'm not ready to sit here and let them be orphaned. Yeah. Or let them grow up without a father because of that. I have a grandfather. I have a grandmother. I have two I got cousins. I got too many black men and women in my family 
to not speak on this to not be emotionally charged about this. Right. Yeah, and yeah, this is something yeah. I just want to bring up too. My grandfather on my dad's side, my willow, he went missing in May. Do you know how terrified I was? Because the, the people at the VA are believing that he's showing signs of dementia. Mm. And him being able to, he looks white, but he speaks Spanish. And he lives in Hagerstown. Do you know how scared I was yeah. for the three days that we could not find him? Because exactly. I was like, if somebody hurts him. Jeez, three days. That's crazy. You, yeah. you That's crazy. I, I don't know what, what, what I would have done. And it's like, you know, we had just came off of the whole, you know, please be a hypervigilant mm-hmm. to this. And I'm like, okay, my grandfather's missing. And yeah. for him to be missing the way that he was, like, I was playing detective. I was about to put out a silver alert for him. But then we located him in Pennsylvania. But still, if we had to put out a silver alert, they saw his car and pulled him over. What if he was confused? What if he was not speaking English? You would not be seen. Exactly. Because I was telling, I told the officers in Hagerstown, I said, he speaks Spanish and English. I said, if he is found by one of you, I would prefer that you call me. I am his only, out of all my siblings, it's only three of us that actually speak Spanish. I am one of his only Spanish-speaking grandchildren. Yeah. And to know he was missing... He's a minister, too, to know he was missing. And he could have either been, you know, doing ministry work or what have you, but nobody had seen him for three days. Yeah, that's the time you... Right. Yeah, you and it was it was scary because I'm like, oh, my God, what if... Because that was all my friends kept saying, if you see her grandfather, do not call police. Call her first. Right. Because I was going to go to wherever he was to make sure he was safe because no one is shooting at anybody in my family. Because... We don't know his mental state. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. And um, I hate to um, do this, but I literally came in here to. Well, well, I mean, yeah. you basically. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not trying to right. steal no, the shine. Good, this y'all good. pie. But I'm you're still ugly. family. I know, but I'm ugly, so I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, I fine. see y'all Thanks. Friday, man. I'm ugly yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, proud. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. All right, yeah. Thank you, Manny. Keep um, my seat warm for Friday, bro. Okay. Enough said. Enough said. You're going to be over here Friday. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. The uh, outside of the 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 dang, you got me saying James Blake now. Outside of the <laughs> Jacob Blake joint, um, yeah, the, like the Castillos. I think that was the one where he was reaching for his license or his he, cell phone. He let the officer know he had a legal firearm in the, yeah, in the okay. car. Yeah, he was reaching for his and gun. his girlfriend like, and his daughter were in the car. Yeah, with that's him. the one. Yeah, that's, Can that's you the, imagine what it has to be like for the children who have to witness this? No, I can't. I mean, that's I've se- I mean, I'm, I'm seen saying F cops all my life if I see that. N- but person, I've like, honestly overtly. witnessed some pretty gnarly stuff as a kid. I saw a lot. I was exposed to a lot of things before I was 10 years old. Mm, yeah. So like a lot of the issues that you guys are dealing with now or our generation in general, I already I already dealt with that. It's funny because my my dad is a well, he's a retired correction officer. And God bless him. I still, yeah, I know he got some. He got stories for years, um, but uh, I still getting pulled over was like I don't trust y'all. <laughs> Man, I remember when I got pulled over going to a piss test for a job. Um, it wasn't no probation stuff. Uh, just so y'all know, what was you doing on probation? Like, yeah, he didn't guy, buy the I was, pregnant I, pee. I was going for a job. Um, which job was? I think it was a security guard. Ironically. Um. So anyway, um. No, no, it was this construction job. I couldn't get them. It was well, I mean, a you can't hospital. be high like that, and plus, you be around children's hospital. You can't be fried off nothing. Yeah. So, so like, like a cop was behind me. Long story short, like the cop was behind me. He pulled me over, and 
I had a big uh, dent in my front of my car, but I've been had it. It didn't happen then. But the black cop, he called for backup because I pulled over because he was behind me, but he didn't have his full lights on. So I just pulled over. I said, nigga, I already knew you was about to do. Yeah. And he was like, well, I ain't turning my lights. I said, well, you here now? Like, what's good? Like, and, and he said, I saw you hit that car. And I was like, dang, that that was so surprising to me. It was so surprising. And he didn't say that until it was an Asian guy that pulled up, pulled a gun on me right away, hopped the fence, pulled out a gun on me. It was the first time that ever happened to me. I was like, oh, this is kind of real. You're like, you know what I'm saying? I was, yeah, uh, like I was when like you're processing 18. it, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is kind of real. And then the, the black cop lying to me. I remember afterwards when the black cop was lying saying he hit that car, the Asian boy had his gun pointed at me. Um, and then I, was, I said – Look, I'm just letting you out right now. I don't, uh, I said, I don't, um, I don't, how, what do you say when you don't want to, you, you said, I'm not with any seizures or whatever the word is. And they said, and they was like, oh, what are you, some effing street lawyer or something? <laughs> and I was so pissed, man, because they helped oh, me. Oh, yeah, there. you didn't want them to search and seize. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, I don't, um, blo- uh, comply to any, yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. The, the word. Then it was so embarrassing. I don't consent to search and seize. Yeah, I don't there consent to search, yeah. And then my boss, one white, one black, come out because he he pulled me over right before I hit the drug spot, the uh, mm. the drug test spot. Yeah. And um, they just seeing that was so embarrassing to me. I'm a new cat going to a new job site. Yeah. The white dude and the black was like, "What's going on, dude?" And I was like, "Yeah, I ain't gonna believe this, yeah. this. but I ain't want to say anything because this I ain't wanna... is twelve years ago for you. Yeah, this so is yeah. this I was, was not like we. we it, it's not like the twenty twenty climate well, where people are gonna jump up and stand in for you. They want to know, hey, what's going right. on? What yeah, did he do? yeah, it's exactly. The first thing that pops exactly. in their mind is what did he do? <laughs> and what I was just like, bro. And so then I was hot. I'm not gonna lie to you, I was hot. But y'all not gonna believe I was hot because it was winter time. But I had the heat blast and I had a thick jacket on. And so I, I started going like that. They said, what are you doing? What are you yeah, doing? But yeah, he already had the coat. I'm sweating. I was like, oh, I'm slow as a mug. My yeah. man. <laughs> so anyway, after that day, I went to YouTube. I was on YouTube for like 48 hours uh, watching, like, what to say to cops. Mm. How to, what's your yeah. rights? And I, I was like, man, these niggas ain't going to get me again. Even though I found out before when I was in Uber doing Uber, mm-hmm. this is when I found out how the system works. I think you brought it up earlier how things are things are like effed up on a major scale and it comes to a micro scale too. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I learned this is when I did Uber um, in Southern Maryland. I'm talking about Lesby in California, Maryland. My dad lives in Lesby. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool, chill area. Um, it's far. But yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's like when Superman talks about the isolated area, he's talking about that joint. It's just a boyfriend and everything. Anyway, I quit my construction job and I was like, I don't got nothing to do. I'm going to do Uber. And I got pulled over at, while having a white dude, this is two different instances. I'm not a lot of you not white pulled passenger. over to white passenger in the back. I don't know what the f happened. The cop first time the dude was drunk. I was taking him home. The white cop said, "Hey, what's going on, man?" I said, "Nothing, just taking this dude home." And he said to the dude, "You all right?" The guy in the back was like, "Yeah." And he just left. The cop just left. And I said, you know him? But they'll do that. And I he said, a, dude, yeah. I didn't know that guy. He was as surprised as me. Yeah, said, they'll dude, do that. That was the first one. The second one, kids. Two kids I had. One in my passenger, one in the back. Cop comes. Hey, what's, what's good, man? What's up, dude? Mine used a small town. So I said, oh, they know each other. Not only they know each other, that was his his uncle. That was his uncle's boss. Mm. And, um... That's the only way I, we got away because I was in the yeah. wrong. I made it, and I was like, "Oh, I get it." So, so just like you mentioned, P 
people who pass it down to generations, yes. mm-hmm. they just have the leg up on that. Exactly. Because so they know people who know people who know people. And exactly. And that happens in the judicial system. They have people. Oh, yeah. I, who have, are I have friends in very high places. Friends in high places, and they, get, they, they, they it's easier for yeah. them. So, if you guys didn't know this about my family, and I probably mentioned this before, the Bourne Wing in the PG County Courthouse is named after my cousin Franklin Bourne. He was the first black judge to sit on the circuit circuit for the uh, circuit court for PG County. Oh, really? And out in Frederick, the very first black hospital was built by one of my cousins as well. And his daughter was the first black pediatrician in Frederick, Maryland. So, like, I be having connections. That's why I tell people I have friends in high places. Yeah. But if you don't have those connections, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. And, and, and like, like... Like I'm glad you brought that up because it can happen for black people too, but it's just not as often. Obviously, because of the the population, it is what it is. Yeah, twelve percent, thirteen percent. Even if they are suppressing that, and it's twenty three percent, it's still a quarter. I was about to say, I still, I think it's higher. I, I don't think, think it's higher. Suppressing it, I think black people don't do the census. Don't do the census. That's the, yeah. yeah, I believe that too. But with that being said, that was my experience when I first was getting in a. I was in a case uh, when I was nineteen, um, and it got amended to like a some assault charge. It was really some some. It was some. Uh, Semi wild stuff, but it got a mm-hmm. minute. So anyway, uh, my lawyer saw the judge, and right away, and I'm glad that I remember not to say his name. Yeah. Right away, he said, "Oh, we're good." And I was like, "Why you say that?" He said, "I used to date her." He said, "We're good. I treated her good. We're, we're good. We ended off perfect." Yeah. And I was like, "You got to be effing that- kidding me." No, seriously, lawyers be sleeping with judges. They be sleeping with the clerks. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and even to prove me that his case more, he called her by her first name and made a mistake. And then said, oh, I mean, your honor. And then we was out of there in five minutes, man. Yeah. I was like, oh. But that, that's what I mean, and that's what I basically am saying yeah. with the with everything that I'm saying Like out here. Like, bro, I'm not talking out the side of my neck. I've seen it just like you have. I yeah. know how it works. Yeah, like, so let's bring this up because me and Austin know about this, and it just came to my mind when he was talking about the assault charge. Remember what they did when we were in 10th grade? You got in a fight. Even if you even if you were getting jumped, you got that automatic 10 and assault charge. Oh, yeah. uh, what happened? Oh, Say yeah. it again. Oh, if you yeah. got in a fight, and, and I think it still Girl, goes school? on in Charles County Public Schools, if you get in a fight, you get an automatic ten day dis- suspension and a second degree assault charge, even if you got you know you you got washed. Uh... So a girl got jumped. Everybody that jumped her got them ten days and her, even though she didn't fight back. Oh, that's crazy. I would have. But at least let me tell you defense. something. When the white kids would fight, we wouldn't see them for three days. Oh, there was no going man. to juvenile court for them. Oh, my little man, you cousin. You can attest to this, I guess. Yeah. We, we was in the same school. Yeah, too. my yeah. little All cousin that. at one of the very first law firms I'm working at, I'm looking at the paper and I see his mom's name and I'm like, no, nah, I'm tripping. I'm like, I don't, and I see, and I, they come in, straight A student played football. He had to fight a first degree assault charge because he was jumped by some white football players at his school and he went to school in Calvert. Mm. And, you mm. know, for that being my blood, you know, I'm ready to square up. I'm taking my paralegal hat off. And I'm like, where are these people at? Let's go. Yeah. But I'm looking and I'm like, they gave him, the, and he whooped them both. Mm. They gave him a charge of first degree assault with a deadly weapon because he had a pencil in his pocket. I mean, he was in school. You and that, you, you would get a weapons charge if you had anything on you when you were fighting. So say if mm. me and Shorty from the year was fighting and I smacked her on the head with a book. I'm getting a first-degree assault charge 
with assault with a deadly weapon even though i mean if it's like a coloring book i mean it's not gonna do much damage but they will slice it and make it seem like it was you know the worst thing ever yeah. but they were trying to do it to curb fighting in the schools but it didn't didn't work no not mm. at all but do you know how many young black kids now have assault charges and don't let them be 18 in high school because you know in maryland you can be charged in, as an adult at 16. You can be arrested at 8. You can start your juvenile history at 8 years old. Jeez. And this goes across A the child, board. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, that's crazy. But you see, white kids are allowed to make mistakes. He's just a 21-year-old kid. Okay, when I was 21, um, I was grown. by Not necessarily by black culture, but by society. They, they wasn't going to say that, you know, I was a child. Shoot, when I was 16, I mean, I still look 16. They wouldn't have deemed me as no child. A black female. You know, mm. where's my womanhood? Yeah. Where? How come I don't get to be a kid? Right. And that's really why, you know, I did the sport that I did because I was allowed to be a child when I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's like I'm, I'm like staring at that question. This is like, so what do we do to change society? Honestly, I, I think um, it starts in increments. I think that. I think we need that another flood. uh uh, it's funny because my man daylight uh he has a shirt says make america aboriginal again i I really like that shirt i might copy (laughs) but it's like 80 bucks i'm like come on man (laughs) but um but yeah um i heard that and i I don't know because i haven't but i heard that a lot of change can be made from like your local city councils like like i heard that nobody really goes to those i heard it's like one of them things where no one goes to them so the old heads that do go have like an old mentality and they still get the popular vote. Mm. So I, I, I would it's venture. It's kind of hard to get to those too. Okay. I'm not because hit. they like, they kind of schedule them. Like when I lived in PG, like my mom used to go to the town hall meetings because we lived in upper Marlboro. Mm-hmm. So we were at the school board meetings and stuff like that. And plus I was in student council. Mm-hmm. The thing is like when these council meetings happen, they kind of put them at inconvenient times. Yeah. yeah. So it's like getting there. Yeah. And but, give know, me a reason to show up. Yeah, I mean, may- yeah. maybe, because I, I, I'm i not sure, but uh, I'm, I'm going to venture into what times they are for our local area, and I, I have to read the history on what benefits that they can possibly do, because I'll be darned to spend my time going there, and then at the end of the day, someone gets paid off, and they do the same goddamn thing. Mm. <laughs> like, 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 corruption is, uh, yeah. yeah. Let me ask y'all something. This is this is a, a interesting question I want to ask y'all. If the roles were reversed... This is what F me up. Do y'all think if black people were 80%, 70% of America and white people were 13%, do you think that it'll still be system? Uh, I keep saying systematic. Systemic. 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 Please tell me I'm not the only one that wants to say systematic, right? Where do I get that word from? <laughs> systemic. Do you think that we would have systemic racism against white people? Um. Do you think it's like a human thing and not I a mean, race it thing? depends I on. I don't think white people would survive slavery. Or any type of oppression. The sun would have got them out of there. The yeah, sun would have no, got them like, out of there. I don't think they could. They could barely survive <laughs> the mask mandates. They don't like to be told what to do. They are like, you know, you ever heard of oppositional defiance disorder? These mm-hmm. labels that they are giving children are created by 
these white doctors and white parents because they don't necessarily want to discipline their kids. Oppositional defiance disorder is a child that is just unruly for no reason, a.k.a. they didn't get their ass beat enough or there's no discipline at home. Mm. Now, not saying that there aren't kids who truly do have issues with managing their impulses. There are, and there's therapies for them. But if it came down to blacks ruling the world, I don't think the whites would survive. There's no way. They could barely survive being told to cover their face in the store. They are still tripping off of that. Yeah. You know, we're just like, all right, put the mask on, move along. They don't know how to be compliant. They do not know how to just follow a rule. Oh, they want to make the rules. They want to enforce the rules. But when it comes to following them, well, I have to be the exception. I feel like context has to go into play with it because... I mean, let's let's look at history, okay? History, let's history see. tells us. So, what happened when when Europeans came to what is now known as America? They used sage the native, because they smelled on, so bad. Hold on. The Native Americans. <laughs> they did though. The Native Americans welcomed <laughs> in the Europeans. Yeah, yeah. Befriended them. Yeah. And the Europeans turned on them and killed them. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go to history. Let's go back to Africa, and we talk about Africa. We can talk about Egypt. We can talk about any of these places. We can talk about South Africa. Let's talk about it. White people come. Yeah, they are welcomed they with open all, arms. Yeah. And what do they do? Take all the spices and don't use them when they put it on food. All right. Well, <laughs> but, but no, seriously. No, though. seriously. Just seriously. to lighten the mood a little bit. But no, what, they what come. What happens? Yeah. Is they they've always. Histor- historically been welcomed in places that were majority at the time minority what's minority today was the majority in the places they first went to and they incited violence against Disease. those people yeah they brought their diseases over but i mean that when you come from a foreign land, i mean it's it's, it's going to happen right, but right. my thing is they have always through violence, try to take over wherever they went. Yeah. yeah. What's the line from Pocahontas? What the chief said? I don't remember. I, I don't know, but was, I, I, I want to see that movie again. Yeah, I think, I think he said these white like, men are dangerous. And I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when you look at History what they've has done, us that. I'm just a little scared, you know, if Billy gets a little but too see, close. This is yeah. the thing, and this is the thing too, though, like, because there's going to be that person that says, not all are, we know. That's yeah. not the point. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um, yeah. I mean, with that being said, like uh, well, a lot of the Europeans they they got a lot of the 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 West African leaders to talk to the people to become slaves, but they did trick them as far as the conditions. Like they didn't describe them as inhumane. Then they came back and tricked them some more. It was like it was like like um on the Hunger Games when they asked for everybody as a representative to the district mm-hmm. or whatever. They like I, I remember speaking to a, a sister from Cameroon. I was like, "What do y'all get taught in your history books?" And she was like, "Well, yeah, we was told that there was some corrupt people that the Europeans paid off to convince the people to, you know, go on a slave ship." You know, what I'm saying my thing is that I don't. Th- I think that I think that this is our problem, and I think that we should fight. I think that th- when I say this is our problem, I say racism. This is our problem as Americans, and we should fight for equality until we die. 
Um, and I think overseas they have a different problem. I think I think that it's I think it's ingrained in human nature to show some type of segregation. I, I really do believe that. It's unfortunate that this is our issue here. I think we should recognize that. But I do think that history has shown, and history still shows today, uh, that there's segregation on many levels. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but it sucks though because over here, man, is is what we have to deal with and. Yeah, man. That, that, that's so, pretty much so it. here's my thing with it, right? And and maybe this will answer your question. If 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 the roles were reversed, would there be systematic racism? Black people's violence in this country has country has always stemmed from what black people's violence against white people against the system, in in the majorities in this situation, the fighting back has always. Oh, I just gave it away. It's always stemmed <laughs> from what though. Racism, yeah. It's, it's Oppression, a, it's violence. violence. Black yeah. people have always fought back. Yeah. They didn't start the fight. Yeah, yeah. They didn't start the fight. Yeah, yeah. But they finishing it. So, and, and even today, black people are on podcasts. They are in the NBA, in sports. They're fighting back with their voice. Yeah. But even the NFAC hasn't started a war with any white people. You don't see groups of black people arming themselves, forming uh, their own militia, and just going off and starting to kill white people as retaliation. So even while we are being mowed down, we're not inciting violence back. We're trying to fight back the right way through the system that we we know the system is against us. We still trying to use the system. Yeah. So would black people do this to white people? I can't see it because they ain't done nothing. But black people defend the white people more than they attack them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see because it's out of fear. Because I mean, look at look at how you know, especially in America, how everything is played out. I don't think we do it out of fear. Well, I, mean, I don't fear not, white not people. Fear, not like fear like that, like fear of change. Because, okay, if we step up, then what? What do we do? Because we don't have a plan for that. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, that's what, that's what it was. Yeah. It was just not I like, oh, my God. No, but I mean, they've yeah. they tried to make us codependent on them to have a reason. Because white people have a savior complex. Mm-hmm. This is why they go adopt kids from China. Um, they uh, more black kids are adopted by white families than black families, and we see what happens to them because black children yeah. are cheap. And let's it talk is, about this it costs you almost forty grand comment. to adopt mm-hmm. yeah. a white baby. I, I want to talk about two two year saver complex comments. There are multiple times in history in America where black people were self dependent. They didn't need or self reliant white people. Yeah, self-reliant. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't need thing. or use the black, the white dollar. <laughs> I'm at you, I'm at you, literally. You make you use the same word and it meant the same thing. It don't matter. No, <laughs> no, because no, self-dependent, self-reliant, or yeah. Oh, really? Dependent is, My degree is, 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 is a English. different word regardless from reliant. Okay. Because I can rely on, uh, it, it's kind of interchangeable, but okay. not in the context I just used it. Okay. okay. But anyway, um, there, there were times where we tried to do it our own, our own thing. We didn't bother them. We built our own right in Tulsa, and, and right and in New York and Florida, where, where yeah. the uh, where the park is, yeah, Central yeah. Park. Yep. That, that used to be community. a black community, yeah. self reliant black community. 
they tore it down and made Central Park. Yeah, yeah there was one they in Florida too. They bombed Tulsa. Yeah. Because they didn't they didn't want black people to be too self reliant. They yeah. need they wanted us to need them so they could yeah. have power. They want codependency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I said instead of using self dependent, use self reliant because they want codependency. They want to say, "Well, we we got you this far." No. You've yeah. caused me trouble. You've caused me strife. You've put me under a glass ceiling. I don't understand how this helps me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I knew you was going to bring up the Tulsa thing. That that's one thing that's unfortunate. Where we we seemingly did everything right. We went by the book or whatever. Had a successful area that was black owned and black uh uh product pr- pr- black prominence, and it just to get bombed with no mm-hmm. no right explanation. Just like that was the most effed up stuff with no explanation and but never guess what the people guess guess what job the people who did that were in law enforcement oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah so you wonder why we don't trust you and Mil- you know that's what crazy? i'm trying to say you look at history we're not gonna trust law enforcement because every time nah. we try to do it the right way you still put your foot on the neck nah i remember and one more time about the trust thing this is a true story too when i was doing uber i have a lot of cool uber stories too um, uh, one <laughs> one this with this baby mama was chasing me, was banging on the window. But anyway, oh, no. another joint in Southern Maryland, Lesby, California, Maryland. That was a cool I've area, but no, that's purpose. it's basically a crazy meth lab. Out it was there. yeah, I, I like all the psychedelics I ever did. Eighty percent of psychedelics I did down there. there. Um, but anyway, well, I mean, you got the space to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you got a nuclear plant right across the daggone street in Lesby. That's where I work. That's where I helped you make it export import. I, I was there at that. At Calvert Cliffs. Uh, well, not nah, Calvert Cliffs. The one before Calvert Cliffs. Um, uh, Science the, Cliffs. No, no, right at, right above the bridge, the Solomon's Bridge. It's one before you get to Calvert Cliffs. Uh, oh, my God, I was there for like two years. I can't remember. I, I only know Calvert Cliffs because okay. my cousin works there. He's part of like the cleanup crew. So if, if anything ever happens, he cleans it up. I just cannot believe I don't remember that. I got kicked off that job because I uh, – anyway, so 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 um, <laughs> so anyway, um, it was it was a fluke. I'll tell that story in another podcast. That was such yeah. a fluke. It was like, oh, they really – that was random. All right, so anyway, so I was driving a white dude, dropped him off. No, I was driving a white dude. Cop pulled me over. He said, your tag, and this is the this ties into the trust thing. He was like, your, your back light is out. That's why uh, I pulled you over. I said, oh, shoot. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just ready to go. I dropped the white dude off. He's drunk, too. But he goes in the back of the car. He says, dude. I was like, nah. Your tail light isn't out, dude. I was like, are you serious? I was like, oh, You know my what? Goodness. I got that before. I could not believe it, bro. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, Austin. Like, I was like, this is real? No, that happened it to was me. Wild. When I first got my license, everyone knows what I used to drive. When I first got my license, I had a big black truck smacked out. And, you know, I'm minding my business driving. Cop pulls me over. Again, thinking I'm a black guy. And I'm just like, yeah, can I help you? Your tag light is out. And I guess the look of, like, I hate that. I no. When he said your tag light, and I'm like, beg pardon, your tag light. I was like, my what? Step out the car. I said no. I said just. I said just take a picture of it on my phone or your phone and just show it to me because I really don't understand what you're talking about. He was like the light above your tag. I'm like, there's a light back there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it <laughs> I did is. not know that. That thing's like two hundred dollars to replace, bro. That thing's retarded, bro. Yeah, but I mean, they'll say, oh well, this is that. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Prove yeah, it. That thing was a. And I, that's why. Like, I, but then he was like, "Never mind. Um, I'll just give you a repair order." I never got that thing repaired, and I'm pretty sure my light was never out. Mm, but it yeah. was funny because I'm like, "Huh?" It's a petty thing. That it's like they. That's like a last 
like a last straw thing for them to point out because especially if it's morning, I don't know how they see that. But if it's night, you got to be petty to see that joint. It's hard to differentiate your backlights from the yeah. The, the tag light like, is yeah. like right it's, there. Yeah, it's really small, like a little. It's like a Christmas light. Yeah, exactly. Great description. <laughs> I was thinking about that, but yeah, man. Um, so yeah, so that's like the trust in the cops thing is out the window. I don't think it's logical to trust the cops. Like I don't, I don't even think that's logical to do. I don't think that makes sense on paper. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to do trust the cops. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So That's- here's something I want to ask you guys if you knew about. Did you guys, because it was popular on Twitter a couple of days ago about the reason why black people say, you better be in before the street lights. Do y'all know, like, the origin behind that? Mm-mm. Okay, you ever heard of a sundown town? Nope. So a sundown town was a town where if you were black, you had to be in the house before the sun went down because the KKK would come after mm. you. So when I learned that, I'm like, that's why they say you better be in before the street lights because what happens when we're out past the street lights? Trouble. Mm. And who was part of the KKK? Police. Go, Judges, uh, your police officers. <laughs> yeah, you wonder yeah. why we don't trust yeah, you. Yeah, they were proven to be a whole gang of KKK members with the tattoos and everything in the, in the police force. Yeah. Oh, I've, and there's, you know, Man, there's skinheads out here. I've been chased by one. Nah, that's wild. It was a black guy. Ironically, he collects KKK outfits, but it's, it's for educational purposes. And... Um, he met a lot of former. He he turned like hundreds of KKK members out of their the clan or whatever, and um yeah he got mad stories from them. He was on the Joe Rogan show and everything like that. But he got mad KKK outfits from them and got stories of them with the tattoos. And I just want to know why list. they wasted good bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just like the woman in me just goes. So you really just want to take the sheets off the bed, the Egyptian cotton sheets to make this book? I can't imagine like growing up with that type of threat. And you Have know, y'all? Have you seen like the like if you look at like pictures of the KKK? You seen how they be putting the babies in that? Why you got that? Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, not surprised. Why would you? Have y'all seen um, what's that show on Netflix? It's on season two right now. It's about now. It's about it's a cartoon joint. I mean, it's a comic book joint, but it, it made it into real people. Um, uh, Umbrella Academy. Have y'all heard of that at all? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Okay, okay, all right. In the last season, I'm not giving away nothing. Nothing's crazy. In the last season, they went spoiler back. Spoiler alert! Uh, yeah, yeah, spoiler alert. But this happens in the first episode. Um, they go back. They go back to the 1960s, and the, there's a black girl in there. She gets transferred to the 1960s, and we found out that uh, even though she has superpowers, we find out that she is married now to a black guy, and they're like the head of the civil rights movement or whatever. Oh, wow. And I don't know. I'll just I, I, that that I'm not gonna give away too much. But that joint is a dope story in that joint because. You get to see the difference between the black guys thinking who never seen how far we got, mm-hmm. and her thinking who was real more like brave and confident because yeah. she knows, you know. And uh, that reminds yeah. me of um, when people. A lot of people hate this show, but Legends of Tomorrow, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I haven't peeped it. All right, is a, a it lot down. of a lot of people in in the comic world can't stand this show, but anyway, it's uh, a time traveler. Uh, rounds up like so you know from Green Arrow so basically he goes to all these shows and takes like the side characters from uh, these shows okay. the ones who aren't really important to history <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like he lies to them initially and tells them that in his future they were legends uh, when in reality he dope. chose them because taking them from their timeline was minimal uh, it didn't really affect the timeline, so they were really—they were really like 
like irrelevant. Yeah. But he made them think that they were legends so they would come with him. Right. And they go to different time periods to to fix anom- anomalies and ultimately to stop the ultimate bad guys. Yeah. But anyway, there was an episode where they too traveled back in time. And it was a black guy. Mm-hmm. And he went into this um diner because the it was a, a cheerleader's boyfriend went missing mm-hmm. because a guy was taking like kids and doing experiments on them. Cheerleader's uh boyfriend like didn't necessarily go got taken out of the car she was in with him. Uh he mm-hmm. got taken like he was trying to protect her or whatever. But anyway, the black boy though is the only one in the age group to get into a position to be able to talk to her uh, and try to ascertain what's going on. And so you got this black boy uh, walking in a diner yeah. back when segregation was very real. This yeah. is giving Emmett Till vibes and I'm a little uncomfortable. Man, you had so the, the but see he could take care of himself cuz he was this was the side one of the, was did he have superpowers? He was um um what are they called? It was him and the old white dude came together to make the fire, uh, the fireball person. Oh, uh, okay, 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 um, okay, okay. I forget what he's called. So he needed the white dude to do his powers. For his powers, yeah. All but right, he but could he... take care of himself. That's kind of okay. deep. Like, he could. <laughs> wow. A, everything he's saying sounds um, fire. <laughs> Is this on Netflix? No bull. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, say it, less. It's a good episode. I liked okay. it. I watched shit. it. This shit until it got weird. entertaining. So what happened when he walked into the joint? So you got the, uh, his, the, uh, boyfriend who's missing now the teammates come up to him because he's talking come up talk to the to talk to the to the girl and are giving like the black dude a hard time and he's standing his ground and eventually like they get up out of there and all of that other stuff but it was just interesting to see like especially for him because in another episode they went back to slave times to to solve a situation Mm. and he saw how the slaves, even though they, like, even the ones who didn't, like, who weren't going to try to break out, they wouldn't let their spirit be broken. Even though they were being humiliated, really? yeah, in chains, even if they didn't have the, the, the will to necessarily run away, mm-hmm. they still wouldn't let their spirit be broken while they were there and they stood together. Mm. And, like, it's crazy... Because then you start to understand why historically they literally would split up black families. Why they would split because there's strength mm. in black families and black unity. Uh, yep, strength yeah, in numbers. Yeah. But here's something else that I also yeah. learned from um, a relative that I have down south. So you know how when we're all in a group and we bust out laughing, we'll all go in different directions? Mm-hmm. That's because when they would make funnies on the plantation in order to not be heard, they they would run in opposite directions to get that laugh off. We That's just funny. we still do this to this day. Wow, That's funny. we still and like I'm just like when we all like this it could be history. it's true. Yeah. That's crazy. When we all get and you know we're funny as That's black wild. people are That's the funniest people ever. Yeah, but you know when we are all together and remember we would be in school and we just crack up and yeah. like we had everybody every right. Yeah, yeah, everybody had the right to stand there and laugh. But no, we all one will go that way. One will go, but we would purposely mm-hmm. not be near each other because that's technically that's something that's been ingrained. That's I think super on wild, like, bro. but like on a, I think that's on like a genetic level. Like that's something that I notice even kids do, and I'm like, 
Yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah. we've probably seen that, and but just it, naturally it that's how to laugh to us. You know what I'm saying? It might actually just be in our DNA at this point. Mm. But I mean, Let's like see, when you look at stuff, and I mean, all there's, of this yeah. goes to the earlier mentioned point, and that's why I'm like, because when have you ever seen a group the, of white people split up while laughing? To, nah, exactly. You have to look at the origins to understand why things are where they are. Yeah, yeah. history is important, man. We don't trust yeah. the police because yeah. we haven't been given any reason to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. In fact, the fire department's right. a little. That's, a, that's a sentence right yeah. there. Yeah, I'm gonna say this too. Fire department too, because a lot of them are the ones that didn't make it as cops. The the the, the uh, doctor the the. Uh, oh yeah, I had a white doctor. System. Yeah, no, I'm saying mm, I had a white doctor. Yeah. Um, totally miss a heart defect that caused me to have a stroke. Yeah. Mm. You're just faking. Really? So why did the same exact thing happen two years does, later and they found the problem? And why do so many black Dr. women Dr. Greenberg, this is for you. Childbirth yeah. compared to the opposite. Yeah, man. That video. It's systemic, yeah. bro. It's so deep. But they teach you, you can't ignore black it. women don't feel pain. You know, we feel pain. Yeah, they, yeah. Literally, they literally teach that, and, and especially black women, but black people have a higher pain tolerance. Yeah, Why? that's what I heard, especially for females. Why? Now, and especially yeah. for black women. Well, here's yeah, the thing. that's what I heard. Like, genetically speaking, women in general do have a higher pain tolerance because we have to give birth. Yeah, and y'all... Yeah, I can see that. And, you know, if you think back... The size of the canyon, but that's yeah. why. Yeah, when hey, I look, saw how big a stretch, I was like, whoa. They got them simulation stuff that for niggas, all them dudes be crying like a mother. Yeah, ever. but yeah. you know what's crazy? I ain't trying. No, I'm good. So, you know, like, how Bill Cosby had that one episode on the Cosby show where they all gave birth and he had, like, that big sandwich... Nah, but but I wasn't a big Cosby guy like that. I ain't gonna lie. Well, I'm about to say because everyone talks about it because it was like men giving birth, mm-hmm. and they and he was you know OBGYN on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. So <laughs> to see, yeah, you remember the, now you see you get where I'm going with this mm-hmm. to see that, and then you know that generally speaking, women have a higher pain tolerance than men because of childbirth. What was the first response? They said, "How was it? I don't know why we even have to do that." And the women are cracking up because it's giving the men the point of view. They're like, "When that thing started, just like coming out," and I'm like, "Oh man, yeah. I ain't gonna hold you." My first thought was actually childish because Cosby and his yeah, situation in but, trouble, uh, and he was an OBGYN on his show. What you was thinking? He was putting birth control pills in the nah, he, he was trying to help the women out the whole town. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> baby, he was. I'm trying to look out for you. Like, I don't want I you feeling the pain. That's just funny. Man. He was <laughs> be like, this is an IUD. Hood and pop. <laughs> yo, yo. Oh, that's wild, man. But yeah, if I had, after the first child, if it was like that, I'd be like, nah, man. Like, no, but then this is what's even wilder. After a woman gives birth, the hormones that are released makes you enjoy the experience, so you keep doing it. Uh, but I mean, you can't still stop popping pills, though. No, I'm just saying, it, the hormone that is released after a woman gives birth is to ensure that she continues to reproduce, no matter how painful it is. This is why so many moms are like, it's a blur. I don't really remember. Mm. And no, that's the mm. body's way. Nature erases that memory so we yeah. can continue to do it. But if yeah. you look at how, but mm. I, also, I'm going to go here. This might sound a little far-fetched, but what if the systemic racism in healthcare is to prevent black people from procreating as much as whites. Because if you give a woman a terrible birth experience and give her PTSD from that, she's less likely to try and do it again. And that's why I don't think that we're just 12%, because we've been 12% for a minute. Bro. First of all, whites are the minority. Like like, and I know at least it's been in the teens. 
No, I want to say twenties as far as like twelve percent, twenty years at least. Yeah. Um, but I, but I'm being safe when I say it's been at least in the teens. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I do think that. Nah, I think that we might be a little bit more. I just well, know black people ain't doing the census because I ain't never done nah, it. Nah, nah. Nobody I know is. Nah. Nah. Dude just questions. knocked on our door two weeks ago. My mom said, "Didn't we get a mail for that?" And he said, "You can you can finish the mail. That's just been sitting on our counter like a mug." You know what I'm saying? Like people nah. don't do that. Nah, like, bro. And I, that's why I, I I don't believe we're just twelve, but at the same time, bro. Well, they were they were saying from the last time they did the census, whites are the minor the minority now because there's so many mixed people, in like my mixture, mm. for example, yeah. unless you're in an area like New York, Pennsylvania, or California, I'm kind of like I'm an outlier. It's not very common to see a half black, half Latino kid. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely saying like the trajectory the trajectory for Mexicans is going to be them being a the majority in like 2040. Yeah. Which is wow, but I believe it. But I, what are they gonna do? Like, all right, so so like I want to ask y'all about this. What are they gonna do for mixed kids? You know what I'm saying? Like because I feel like if you're mixed and you're brown, you're black. Well, here's the thing. I have a different experience. I have the black experience and I have the Puerto Rican experience. But I'm not gonna deny either one because mm-hmm. every, like everyone, oh, what you see my flag in my car, Puerto Rico. I rep my. I, that's my island. Yeah. And there's a reason why Puerto Ricans got a million and one flags. Yeah. Puerto Rican independence. At one point, you were not allowed to fly a Puerto Rican flag. Oh, this is why I got one in my house. I probably got more flags than the whole island of Puerto Rico. But anyway, you know, I have a language and a culture from that side. And then I have a language and a culture from my mom's side. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for mixed kids, you can't just say, well, you're automatically black because you got kids who are mixed and look white. What yeah. are they? Does that erase their blackness because they look more white, even though they might have a black mother? Yeah, yeah. Be, and, and I got I, um um my bad. I mean, that asks a question. Austin Honeyman. He's he's white. His wife is black. They have three mixed children. They're on the fair skin side. I mean, his wife is light skin, so they're on the fair skin side. But like, and we we me and him like we would joke about certain things and have certain topics. You know, have certain conversations. But um. Like, that is something to think about, and it's something that I'm sure he thinks about. It's like, you just never know, like, which way it's going to go in the future. And the reason why I ask that is because since we're playing along with the social construct, meaning we use the word black all the time, that means that we would go with the social construct when deeming someone black or white. That means that we would go by how they're treated if when they walk in a room and I feel like if you're like logic is he looks white. Yeah. He'll get a job faster than someone looks black. Why should he be able to be say black? You know what I'm saying? Because he wouldn't be treated like a, a black guy. If he were to walk in the room with office full of white people. The funny thing is there's levels and, to black. This is where, and this is where honestly there is, there's some serious like fault for us within the black community and the way we treat each other because colorism is real. Yeah, but but I'm talking um, about like before you get to us. Logic doesn't though. get treated black in the black community. Yeah, but I'm saying before you get to the and I know that, but but I mean, and that's kind of to my point. But before yeah, you that's even why get to that's the, why I'm bringing it up because yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's yeah. like but it also depends because black um well black mixed kids with black mothers are always taught that they are black. But if it's a white woman giving birth to a black child, they're not fully black. 
That's Logic's case. Yeah, Logic that's Logic's case, but that's because Logic, yeah. right? Because but Logic I'm just looks saying. white. But even his mom was racist to him at that point. Oh, really? Yeah. Give me a story. He said, right. he said it himself. He said that there were times where uh, his mom called him a nigger. Oh, my my cousin's oh, mom. Oh man! No, my cousin's mom calls <laughs> her kids porch monkeys. So, would it, were, are their parents together? I don't think so, though. She might be, like, bitter towards the dad. She's like, I'm mad I slept but I, do, I got like, some nigger I mean, nah, like, you, you can no, be racist even seen. if you yeah, have a yeah, relationship yeah, with a black person. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. <laughs> but for her to say call her son that, that's crazy. That was a video, I saw a video on Facebook of a white woman who was, like, racist to her own kids. Uh, or, mm. uh, or, like, I think I'm mixing videos. <laughs> but anyway, there was a there was a video. Well, hold on, I'm gonna fix this. I, I think I'm mixing videos, but I, I know for a fact I saw the video. There was a white woman who was being racist, not to her kids. She said she has black kids, but she was being racist to other black people. But she uh, had black children, uh, but she was still being racist to black yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I so like and, and she was married to the black man. Yeah, there was yeah. no bad blood between her and her man. Like yeah. they were good. Yeah, and she I hate was that still being racist. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily. I don't think I don't know, man. I I don't know where it's gonna go for mixed kids in the future. But yeah, I hope man. that we can pull it. Like we gotta pull. My only thing when it comes to mixed kids, that's where I do immediately look immediately look inward. And look at us as a community when it comes to mixed kids, yeah. um, and the fair skin kids. Yeah, because I got treated totally different than my cousins. Yeah, I immediately look yeah. within the you black look community. Puerto Rican out. Like you don't look like fully black. I get so this has been my experience. Now, black men will tell me that, but black women, you just look like a black girl. You're not special. Thinking that I'm trying to use my ethnicity and my heritage as you know a, a way to gra- to gain pretty points yeah I, I, we had we uh what 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 episode was that i i feel like we had this conversation it was partially. toxic too it was toxic yeah and like where no no the uh the exotic woman fetish episode uh, uh, right. the exotic women fetish episode black I'm an women exotical. black women because certain black men have been on record as going outside and making uh, women who weren't black feel more empowered or feel better than black women. Black women, rightfully so, initially have their PTSD about it too. And so they come at people like Nancy wrong because they don't want her to feel like just because she is exotic that... (laughs) That she is better than them, <laughs> yeah. and it's never and it, the case for that. It's not at all. cool, but they yeah. those black women also have PTSD. And you know what's wild? Yeah. When out the party I told you that I went to for my friend, happy birthday, Rez. Um, one of the girls, it was a group of girls that had walked in, and I was sitting on the couch. You know, I spoke. I like awesome. Tell y'all be chilling. One of the girls came up to me and was like, "Hey, come take shots with us." And she was like, "I want to let you know that from the moment I walked in, I knew you was cool. And I know girls probably hate on you because you're light skinned I have a mixed sister. They do the same thing. I've never seen this girl a day in my life." And I'm just like, "Is this real?" I'm like pinching myself because I'm like, and I had mentioned this to some of my friends that are dark skinned I said, "How come I get treated so badly by dark skinned people?" And I'm like, "I don't hate dark skinned people at all. My mom's dark skinned mm-hmm. but when it comes to dark skinned women," 
oh my god the things that they have said to me they have done to me yeah. when, i didn't get bullied by light-skinned girls when i was in school never them yeah 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 man i mean i ain't gonna lie like that that's the thing man it's funny how it's funny how like but if i say that like on twitter then well you're just you know you never were called darky i'm like yeah but i was spit on i had my things broken i had my hair pulled um, I had people threatening me. I also had people telling me to kill myself. I mean, like, it was stuff like that. And I mean, like, I also know I don't take nothing from nobody. You know this now, too. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, so now as an adult and, like, when it comes to dating, my guy, he's light-skinned. What do my darker-skinned friends say? Oh, so you can't date us? Well, you never really yeah, gave me the opportunity. There's nothing wrong so, with no, y'all. Okay. But again, I never was given the opportunity <laughs> I was to. About to. I was about to bring that up. Because, yeah, like, it's like I never, it's like, I, I don't care what color he is. He's the one who likes me and, you know, he treats me well. But it's still like, okay, don't go around saying I hate dark-skinned people because I ended up dating a light-skinned man. When have I ever had the opportunity to be around dark-skinned people when it wasn't a situation where I was being bullied or hated on, you know? Yeah. It's like, um, okay. And I'm not saying, like, I just never understood that. Like, when I would say I've had this experience with dark-skinned women, oh, well, you just you just hate her because you light-skinned. You don't know what this is. I'm like, no, I have my feelings hurt a lot because a lot of little girls I just wanted to be friends with were mean as hell to me because I was light. But then when they see my mom, you must be adopted. People, like, Austin, there was a rumor in school that I was adopted because they saw my mom and then saw me. Uh-huh. I don't look a lot like my mom. But she definitely gave birth to me. Yeah. My dad just spit me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang, but yeah, um, I think we had a good discussion today. It was a very good discussion yeah, it was today. Cool. I got some stuff I, off I, my chest. I, I, um, I felt a little bit better. Not that anything was solved, but I mean, it was good. Gino, welcome to the uh, to the chat. We got we got confirmation. Oh. We got it's it's a comfort. We've had confirmation, validation, and misery loves company. You know what I'm saying? We acknowledge <laughs> that. We both acknowledge the problems. You know, so we're like, all right, we in this together, man. I'm yeah, glad I'm not the only I, one. I just you know, my my end all be all like my takeaway. My my point still stands. Like I literally have to like. Black families have to teach their children differently. It's a known fact. They have to teach their kids differently on how to interact with people, how to walk down the street, how to live life. Like, we literally have to be taught differently, and it goes all the way back to the origin of us being here. So, like, honestly, there's not much. Like, I'll, I understand the we have to look at ourselves side of things. I get that. And I don't disagree with taking responsibility, but I also don't agree with with ignoring the real problem. Mm-hmm. That's what I, 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 I don't, I can't agree with that. Like, I'm in a similar situation, and boy, let me get myself in trouble real quick. I'm in a, a situation where... <laughs> People think a certain way about me mm-hmm. because of how I look or yeah. what I choose to do with my hair yeah. and stuff like that, and they treat me a certain way. Yeah, talk about right, it. and I get judged and so on and so forth. Yeah, and 
there's two conversations had. Me, I'm on the side of, well, you're not supposed to be judging, so why are you? Yeah. But then you also have people on the other side saying, well, you know people are going to judge, so don't give them a reason to. Yeah. And I'm like, you could make a point to that to that effect. Okay, yeah, I could do certain things to avoid being judged, but if I'm not doing anything wrong, illegal, or harmful, I shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, especially when those people hold us to a certain when them people hold themselves to a certain standard of people, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I think that I, I, I feel you. I'm sure the same conversation is going on um, on my side of things, but look, I, I, I don't care, but I, I do say that whoever is judging that's, that's up to them and their lack of maturity. And I think that hopefully they'll get better as a person. I'm not even trying to throw shade. I really sincerely say, hopefully they grow better. Cause I used to be on the other side. I used to judge niggas all the time. And never think mm. I would be in that position. They crazy. It's almost similar to where I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 whatever happens in their life, I hope they come into a, a point of just, uh, just love, just, just love and and, uh, and respect. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Look, I'll make a choice, and I know what comes with it. You can judge if you want, but just don't hold yourself to a certain characteristic if you're going to do that. You can yeah, just be like, hypocritical. But so, you know, you know. Um. <laughs> So shout out Gino. Gino said, uh, we definitely gotta take responsibility of our of <laughs> oh our God. But we are only a product of the people that brought us over here. And that's hundred uh, <laughs> percent. That's all right, yeah. And then he said uh, and that's so why I know he black. I know he black. So so Gino knows my personal situation. Okay, we've had, okay. we've okay. had in depth conversations about it. So when he said, Mind your business and drink your water on God <laughs> Look, mind your business, drink your water. Trust in God, love God, and live your best life, bro. Like, at the end of it all, we ain't we gonna find out who's right, who's wrong. I don't know, like, I don't know how else to put it. Anyway, back on topic. Man, that's a fact. It's a fact. Back on today's topic. As Maya Angelou once said, uh, yo, that's still, I, oop. I feel you, though. I feel you, though, young. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's hilarious. Because, yeah, I got I got some takes on that. that We're going to have a B-side to today's pod. <laughs> doubt. My boy. Y'all about to be out? Yeah, we're about to be out, yeah. All right. Um, I expect to speak. Nah, no, you're, you're good, good, bro. Man. That, I, I changed the camera so you could move about more freely. Oh, no, I'm just going to be. He was okay, talking. Okay, all right, cool. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> he ain't want everybody to see him twerking in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> nah man Tell Jordan We appreciate her man Tell her uh, I hope to see her again And thanks for bringing her You know what I'm saying Oh yeah yeah We good Yeah 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 Alright I mean You know what I'm saying We appreciate you Don't forget You said Getting beat is a love language Right Gino <laughs> Yo Gino did say that Oh man oh, Hey look If I'm wrong I'm gonna just die It is what it is Anyway um, shut up, Gino. We're not going in that conversation. All right, <laughs> right. this stream is <laughs> right. over. We going to the B sides. Listen, black people uplift each other, stand together, help each other. White people, we love the ones of y'all who love us. We hope to educate the ones who don't. We hope that you educate the ones who you can reach that we can't. Racist. I got nothing for you. Be an ally. (laughs) I got nothing for the racist. 
Um, but I got plenty of friends on Facebook who got time, so you can go holler at them. <laughs> uh, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor and a very, very good man, uh, Brian Cooper, uh, Cooper Construction. Um, you see his sign right here. A, a wonderful person got to meet him this week. He does construction work. Best construction company in Southern Maryland. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm saying it anyway. So that is what it is. Shout out to Cooper Construction. Shout out Brian Cooper, man. You're a great dude, and I appreciate you uh, coming by helping my boy Ricky out. Shout out Ricky and Jenny, who are at the hospital right now. Mm. I'm Baby stopping time. this live stream, but... I will be starting another live stream. If y'all got to leave, y'all can leave if y'all want to, mm. if y'all got to. I'm sticking around. I'm hoping that, that the baby pop while I'm on live so uh, I can be the first to announce it. <laughs> uh, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. So I'm going to start another live stream completely aside from this topic. But uh, thank y'all for who watched. Um, yeah. Shout out BNY Network, uh, the, the home here. Shout out BNY Podcast every Friday, 630 Dev, a.k.a. PG Jake's time. Um, and we got so many more shows coming on BNY Network for y'all, man. It's not even crazy, bro. We got um, BNY South, BNY Midwest. Uh, we got uh, Looking for Love. Manny's going to have his own show coming soon. Oh, that's fire. We got... Um, <laughs> that's fire. Oh, my goodness. We got shows lined up. We can't wait to give them to y'all. Anybody, we also have the podcast space open for rent if you want to do your own podcast Hit me up. We can talk about it and set it up, and you can rent for per hour, rent out the pod studio, um, and I'll help you even run your situation. Make sure it goes smoothly. So, shout out to all the viewers. Definitely shout, shout out, out black to, people. Yeah. The viewers and the, the people that commented, like we appreciate y'all. Yeah, and, definitely and appreciate. Definitely shout out all input. Things can get heated at times, but yeah. it's all love. Ain't nothing but love, and we welcome all opinions. Like. If you got something to say, say it. I think this should be read as our closing quote. This is from, a, well, I'm not. We're not gonna call her a Karen, but you know. Okay. All right. Being a, <laughs> so this is coming from a lady named Jody, a Caucasian lady named Jody. Jody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, being <laughs> she tweeted, being in my twenties in the seventies was a lot funner than being in my 70s in the 20s. <laughs> As Maya Angelou once said, and still, I, ooh. ooh. All right, y'all. Y'all take care, man. Where's the Spoken Episode 6? Shout out to y'all. Yep.